Hey, thank you for joining me. My name is Dan. This is Diabetes Army Rebuild Podcast, and I really appreciate you being here. Uh, Today, we're going to do something uh, different than what I've done in the past because I've been getting a lot of great feedback from everyone, and the more I do, the more feedback I'm getting, and people seem to be enjoying this. I always welcome comments or suggestions of things that you might want covered, or if you have questions, I'll be more than happy to answer the questions for you. Whatever you might like. And the best way to get a hold of me is to DM me on either Instagram or Facebook at Diabetes Army. And I'd be happy to um, jump on to your comments or your questions or whatever the case may be. So um, we've been talking a lot about wellness. I gave you three great food hacks uh, to keep the keto through the weekend. And um, a lot of people like those. I actually posted some pictures of them on Uh, all of the social media this weekend and they seem to go over really well pretty cool stuff and I'm going to continue to do that I'm going to continue to give you some great wellness tips and things like that I'm on a journey to uh, drop a lot of weight to reduce my insulin to get my a1c level and kick diabetes out of my life for good there's a lot of reasons for doing this and probably number one is to get healthy and hopefully you're on the same journey as I am whether you have diabetes or not. And here's something I really want to stress because it's so important. I really recommend that you go and get tested for diabetes uh, with your doctor. If you're a person that hasn't gone to the doctor in five years, but you're a little uh, heavy and want to drop some pounds, that's all fantastic. But listen, you need to go in and get tested. I had no idea I had it. Um, I was a pretty healthy guy, former pro wrestler. And one day went to the doctor and found out that, hey, I got type 2 diabetes. I had no clue that I had it. And this runs along the lines of what I want to talk about today. And that's gratitude and the reason we do all of this and why this is so, so important. So I got some bad news today. I did a media interview on Friday and I talked about why I'm doing this. And I've, I've said it time and time again. I'm a businessman now, but I'm a former professional wrestler. I've been lucky enough to live a fantasy life. I literally came from the the slums, from a welfare family, split family. I grew up with with absolutely no money whatsoever and had to hustle. I've been hustling since I've been 10 years old. However, with that said, I've been lucky enough to get breaks in life that I've worked my ass off to get. And one was becoming a pro wrestler and getting to the top of the game in my occupation. So I got some bad news today uh, about one of my old tag team partners from Mexico. His name was Kamala. Kamala, uh, for those of you who don't know who he is, from the WWF back in the day, and when it was the WWF, had wrestled uh, WrestleManias. He had wrestled with Hulk Hogan. Hogan loved him because he was so big and he was a heel, what's known as a heel, a bad guy. And Hogan liked big monster heels. And there you have Kamala. So I first met Kamala in Mexico uh, along the way. We never talked about diabetes. We had no idea about the disease. You know, life was good. We had a lot of fun together. We just kind of went along. And Kamala was such a big, scary guy. In Arena, Mexico, which is known as the Cathedral of Mexican Wrestling, Kamala even had his own dressing room. Now, we would do 20,000 people in that arena on a Friday night. And even the Mexican wrestlers were afraid to come and talk to Kamala or anything else. So I would go hang with him in his private room because it was so much fun. And he used to laugh about it, saying he didn't know why the guys were so afraid of him. And he was such a nice guy, as most of the heels were. And most of those big, scary heels were. They they really had a, a spark of boyish almost charm to them that they they enjoyed getting people to hate them that's how they made a living that's how we all made a living 
I was a big heel myself and uh, I was a mouthy one that people would love to come and try to get me to bleed or hit me with things and all kinds of craziness that went on. But uh, this was the world of Kamala and just, just a wonderful guy. We worked together in front of massive crowds, like I said, 20,000 people in Friday nights in Arena Mexico. Uh, we worked sometimes Arena Mexico on Friday and on Sunday. Just It's the Cathedral of Lucha Libre. And here was this guy that I've been put together with. We're both thousands and thousands of miles away from our homes. We both came from different cultures. Kamala was from the southern U.S. Uh, I'm from Canada. So, you know, not knowing much about the South growing up, just what I had exposure to on TV and finally learned more and more as I get into wrestling and start to meet the guys. But we were healthy. We were really healthy. And, and uh, you know, I was born to working out and stuff like that. Kamala, not so much, but he was just a big guy, very agile, had a lot of mobility. And, uh, you know, off we would go on these on these adventures. And uh, again, we're in a foreign country. We don't speak the language. We're trying to learn the language as much as we can, but but off and running we go. So it comes to many years later, uh, I'm a businessman. Kamala is living in, uh, I think he was back in Tennessee. Um, he's originally, or was it Mississippi? Uh, he was back in the South. And uh, what happens is, uh, uh, he ends up finding out he has diabetes but when he finds out it's too late as i've mentioned when i find out it's too late for me too and uh, i had already had it and uh, i had to attack it and address it well kamala didn't do such a good job of that unfortunately and it was far enough along that he lost both his legs he lost both his legs to diabetes and he was on dialysis and and you know once a big proud warrior who was on pay-per-view events with hulk hogan was now saddled in a wheelchair on dialysis and it was really heartbreaking to see and if you knew this guy and you knew the pride he had and if you knew the the drive and desire and how talented he talented he was and the things he had done it really really humbled you when i decided to start giving back and doing this wellness program and i wanted to spread the word to as many people as i can about wellness. I want to get people aware of diabetes. Again, you might not even know you have it if you've never been checked for it. Um, he was a big inspiration to me because I thought, you know, I'm, I'm controlling mine, but there's got to be a lot of people like Kamala. And I, the start, thought about pro, former pro athletes um, who are out there that, that uh, have, may have been stricken by diabetes or some other diseases. But I just wanted to spread awareness with it. So he was a massive inspiration to me. I just did a media interview on Friday and I brought that up about Kamala being an inspiration to me. And uh, the fact of the matter is he was just an amazing human being and just such a great guy. And he really had my back. I remember one night I had my head split open in a match. A fan in Mexico had thrown a block of ice at me because they just chip off ice down there and split me wide open and Kamala went out, stepped over four rows, picked the guy up by the throat, started choking him. I had to literally pull Kamala off him. I told him, listen, they're gonna kill us here tonight. There was thousands in the building. I said, they're gonna kill us here tonight. We, you need to drop that guy. And he dropped, the guy fell probably three feet to the ground. Kamala was like six foot seven. And uh, on we went with the match. But this is the kind of guy he was, so he didn't have to do that. Um, but that was Kamala for you. And he just was a big caring individual. So I thought I could give back too. And, and, and let me take some of his character. And that's how I came up with this entire wellness program and what I'm trying to do. So I want this to be a lesson to you. You really need to take a look at yourself and think about the people around you, right? Is it worth it to say, let's drop some weight. Let's get healthy again. Let's control our diabetes. Let's control our weight. Let's just get healthier in general. 
because it means so much. It really means so much. I'm telling you right now, it means a lot to you and it's going to mean a lot to everyone around you and and you have to keep that in mind. You can't be selfish. You have to think of others in your life. And uh if you keep that in mind, you're going to be just fine. So let's stay focused on what we're doing here, folks. Uh let's keep driving forward and everything like that. And please do me a favor if you think somebody else could benefit from this. Uh the newsletter went out today, the Diabetes Army newsletter. If you're not on the list, please DM me your name and your email address. I'm more than happy to get you on the list. Let's be really aware of what we're doing. Let's keep our goals together. Let's keep driving at what we're doing. And let's just keep driving to healthiness because it's so worth it and we owe it to ourselves and we owe it to our loved ones to really 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 take care of ourselves and make sure that we're in the know and we're fully aware and we can pull out of whatever we're in because we're going to do this together and I'm not going to let anybody fail I'm telling you we're going to we're going to win we are literally going to win so today's lesson I guess is just gratitude and awareness please gratitude and awareness Rest in peace my good friend Kamali his real name was James Harris uh just a wonderful human being let's not let that be us let's win please let's win this is Diabetes Army Rebuild I love you all let's rock this thing Music